Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. This is Danny. That guy over there, his name is Nate. Hey Danny. Hey everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I have a belly full of ramen and not a belly full of hot dogs, uh, which I'm sad about, but the ramen was okay. Nate, I gave you the Velveteen and I just told Amanda that I gave you the Velveteen and she was very surprised that you had never heard them before. She was surprised that I never heard them yeah, before? Yeah, she was very surprised at that. I feel like I've listened to the Teen Idols, and I thought that was the same sure. band. So <laughs> Nearly identical. It felt like it to me, in the name at least. So It's just a coastal thing. Yeah, never did I, uh, never did I uh, think to get the new Velveteen album, because I thought it wasn't the original members of Teen Idols. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with Amanda. I think I... I'm like really against um, Santa Rosa, oh, yeah. the city. Actually, I'm not. I really love it. I think I'd live there. It'd be tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I actually don't. I, I have no reason. Like, I was actually like following. I followed them on um, Instagram, which is the thing I'm trying to do because we have to identify whether or not musicians have cats, and that's like the best place to do it. Yes, yes. Um, and it turns out that like tons of I had tons of like friends who follow this group. So I don't know. Oh, I, sure. I can't explain it, dude. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. as far as I know, the Velveteen, we don't, Leah, let's talk a little bit about them before we um, talk about your ramen that you put hot dogs in. But like, um, <laughs> the, the, the band is formed in the late nineties, early two thousands or early two thousands. Uh, late nineties. Although there was something else. It says formed in 2000 by Judah Nagler. Nagler maybe and Logan Whitehurst that's that's what it is I think realistically like I just I just think I think I missed them yeah like I think in 2000 right I'm still in high school um 2003 by 2004 I live in Berlin I'm not like I really stopped with music around that time and like okay okay I feel like this band being formed in 2000 doesn't mean that they were really on anybody's radar for at least a couple of years right so yeah I didn't first see them until 2002, um, but of course I'm from Northern California. You were from Seattle, so this is your band, yeah. Whole different story. This is your like local band, sort of, yeah. Uh, I only saw them like three times, though. I feel like you have the opportunity to see them again. <clears throat> in I do. October. I have multiple opportunities to see them again. Are they coming through SAC two times this year? Three. What the fuck? No, two. Never mind. Not three. They just played at the restroom downtown like a few weeks ago. I don't know the restroom. Can you tell me more about that? It is... I've never been there, but it's on K Street. Mm -hmm. um, Very close to Central Library. And it's called the restroom because it's named after Russ Solomon, the owner of Tower Records. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I believe it's like a, um, like a bagel shop kind of thing. And then they have an upstairs and the upstairs they have shows. It's relatively new and I have not been yet, which I think I already said, but I would like to go cause I like bagels. You like bagels. I mean, bagels yeah. aren't bad. Yeah. I guess like, I don't know about it. I think I know where, t- I know the area you're talking about, but I also, I'm, I haven't even heard of it yet. Mm-hmm. And I can't get a, I can't get a search on a, my computer. We were having connectivity issues earlier, everyone uh, listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really my laptop. Like I currently have no 
Even though I'm connected to the internet, I'm getting nothing. Oh, weird. So it's funny. But my notes are pulled up, so okay. don't worry. Unless okay, I have okay. to scroll and I lose them. Nope, they're all there. It's all loaded and stuff. So. <laughs> um, I figure like, so I figure for, um, for the Velveteen, what would be really nice is instead of discussing each song, we both just yeah. loaded the lyrics for each song and you would say a line and then I would say a line. <laughs> Okay, okay. And that would be the entire episode, if you don't okay. mind. I know it's a little bit avant-garde and unexpected. It's pretty but, avant-garde. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty I, sure that the cat-owning vocalist of the Velveteen, Hans Junger, what's his name? <laughs> Judah Nad, Nagler? Nagler? Okay, Hans. Gotcha. N-A-G-L-E-R. Hans Junger. Okay. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that he would be into it, which is okay. another sidebar on the like, I didn't know the Velveteen. I am not 100% sure that I would have been able to vibe with this band. That's a thing. Huh. Okay, at this, okay. Even at its t- especially at its time, right? Like thinking like 2002 is the first time you went to see the Velveteen play. I have no idea what songs they're playing back then. But like, mm-hmm. who else are you watching around that time? Uh, that pit show in particular was, uh, two local bands, pocket for corduroy or wait, no, I'm sorry. One local band pocket for corduroy, then Velveteen, then Desaparecido. So Connor Oberst. Ew, I saw that band live. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense too. And then I saw them also with minus the bear, uh, at one point. And then I saw them at like this big. It's, it wasn't a festival. Uh, I I was, I can't remember if we were dating still or not, or if we were just friends at this point. But anyway. You and me? Wait, we didn't know each other yet. <laughs> uh, in uh, around 04, they played at USC, the University of Southern California. Oh, okay. I like this kind of like picnic day thing. They played pretty early. I watched them and then I left and then I came back later and watched The Roots. I guess it's not entirely clear to me why you were down at USC. Oh, oh, the girl that I was oh, okay, maybe okay. still dating or just friends with at this point uh, lived, who was going to USC. The millionaire girlfriend. Yes, the millionaire. Hell yeah. That sounds cool. The Roots played, it was a festival, you say? It was like a, yeah, it was like an all day kind of outdoor thing and they had bands play. Uh, and yeah, Velveteen played pretty early i think it was like maybe 11 or, or 12 or something like that pretty early this is all still pretty early in velveteen's trajectory though right yeah this was 04 and the last time i saw them was 06 after come come laud come loud i mean i'm <laughs> pretty out. sure the pun is come loud but uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know i looked it up but i think um the question i guess that's interesting because like i could feel this the thing that's weird about this band is just how much they seem to change themselves yes it would seem like album to album album to album right so like especially early on like the first three albums full-length albums almost don't sound like the same band aside from like judah's voice is very much his voice yeah i could debate that you could debate it i mean not well not in an educated (laughs) fashion um but because because I do think that like the between the first song you gave me and the second song you gave me, I'm like, wait, who's this singer? <laughs> hmm, but okay. um, anyhow, like that's interesting then. So like they're touring on an album per se and they kind of stick to that shit. Or like, is there a scenario where you see the sort of no guitars operatic shit interspersed with some of the earlier sort of emo jangle? I don't know. Um, I didn't when I saw them at USC, 
They were technically touring Elysium. How's that sound? Elysium? Which is the opera sound. That's the opera album. Yeah. Okay. They were technically touring that album, but Judah broke his arm. So his strumming arm uh, had a cast on it, so he couldn't play piano. Um, so he was just, they just played their regular old rock songs. They didn't do any of the other stuff. Oh, he could play guitar, but not piano. He could play guitar, but he couldn't play piano. Like he could hold a pick, but I didn't, I don't think he had the dexterity to do this kind of thing, you know? So they just played Ramones songs for. So they just, they just played a Ramones cover set. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be legendary, actually. <laughs> and then they ended the set with uh, our first song, as they always did back then. Uh, and then the third, the final, last time I saw them when they were uh, touring "Come Loud," they they I don't remember them playing anything off of Elysium. I'm going to say it different every time. The Ilsylum. <clears throat> yeah, Ilsylum. Ilsylum. I am not. I'm not surprised since what I read about that was that it wasn't even really going to be an album. It just kind of became a thing that worked really well for them, and maybe it wasn't. I mean, it's an outlier, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Danny, this is the most efficient we've ever been in getting to to the music, and I kind of don't know what's happening. I kind of like it. It's not bad. Like I feel like a Mm -hmm. tight, a tight segment is never like something that your fans are going to be like upset about. Yeah. But but maybe you're the one who text messages and tweets with your fans. What do they want to know anything about your personal life? I don't, I honestly don't know. What about you? Have you not shared with the pod community yet? Um, or maybe do it in a two truths and one lie attempt type thing. Two truths and one lie. Hmm. We'll see if anybody guesses. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I'm not actually going to respond. You're going to say it and then we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> or you can respond. I just won't tell you. Okay. Oh, damn it. Wait, I have to <laughs> listen to the pod and then then tweet at you? Fuck. Exactly. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I'm really bad at this. At two truths, one lie? I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm bad at coming up with things on the <clears> spot. <throat> like, I'm, I could never be a, a, an improv comic or any That's kind of comic, to be. I mean, you... You're not working with people who know you too well. You and I are still kind of in our early stages sure. of um, our romance or bro. Mm-hmm. I don't like the bromance. We'll just go with bromance. romance. Yeah. 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 So like I don't. I, and also, I you know, if you haven't noticed it, like I um, <clears throat> I have a terrible memory. So I mm-hmm. rudely forget lots of things about people. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit that it's rude, but it is fact. So I might, you could say the most basic thing, like my middle name is Danny. My name is Danny, Danny. And I'll be like, I don't know. Danny Daniel Inslee. It's a sick name, actually. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Um, Let me send one out into the atmosphere, see if it works for you. Okay. All right. I had a telescope as a kid. Okay. Right. Um, the piano is an instrument I had a lesson for, at least one. Okay. I was born at the end of August. Huh. Okay. Now, if my birthday is relevant for people trying to steal my money, maybe we should shy <laughs> away from this altogether, this segment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think your birthday uh, is telling enough for stealing money. Yeah, but the, um, the number of zeros in my bank account is telling <laughs> enough. 
it's telling enough, yes. Uh, it's all zeros. <laughs> I can't remember what the first thing I told you was. The uh, telescope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Telescope. Your birthday's at the end of August. And the lie. Oh, that I've had at least one piano lesson? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually true. I think I had a yeah. lot of piano lessons as a kid. Uh, my birthday's in the middle of August, mm. so that everyone knows. Like, I just want you all to know that it's coming up, and you should uh, send birthday wishes yeah. to Danny via the Twitter We're machine. We're hopefully going to be doing some Leo season stuff I know for you. Yeah, because I have to send you a list of uh, some Leo season stuff. Yeah. It's mostly, it's really mostly just the sound of hummingbirds <laughs> sucking nectar <laughs> <laughs> from flowers. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> Wait, you've never, like, I haven't given you a list where your response is like, dude, this is so good. I'm going to listen to it all the time. So I give you a YouTube video, ASMR, or whatever that shit is. Yeah, just yeah, a yeah. hummingbird sucking nectar. And you're like, fuck, I can't stop listening fuck. to this. <laughs> but listen to this shit all day. It's kind of scary, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had a telescope. Yeah, I mean, like, you, there was, like, a shitty one that my folks had purchased, like, probably from a catalog that uh-huh. I don't think it worked. I mean, I could see the sun with it or some shit. Yeah. Uh, you had a telescope. You Your birthday is in the middle of April. Of and April, then, yeah. uh, Okay. Then you had some piano lessons. Do you remember how to play piano? Oh, hell no. I didn't. I never learned how to play piano. <laughs> like, I actually did <laughs> so it for... You had lessons didn't mean you learned anything. Yeah, so, like, you know, like, how well I do my homework for five songs or less? Uh-huh. Like, imagine imagine that without me being interested. And, like, I would just go to the lesson and I'd be like, my piano teacher, my piano teacher was named Mrs. Miracle. Um, and she was, Miracle. Also my, she was also my third grade teacher. And I remember nothing about third grade, but I remember her house for piano. She had, like, a kind of nice house in the next town over. Mm-hmm. Um, Shehalis, Washington, for all of you trying to steal my bank account. I'm not from Shehalis, though. So, <laughs> Put um, those security to, questions, though. Yeah, you're going to have to dig a little <laughs> bit deep, deeper. What's the town next to Shehalis? And she had like a house. And I remember she had wooden floors, which to me was real weird. Hmm. And she had a cat that was fluffy and big. Uh-huh. And then she had kind of like her house. Also, what was weird about it is that I would imagine. So she um, was an unmarried um, teacher. She had like a nice house that would like the mm-hmm. sun. I remember the sun coming through the windows and me feeling like it was kind of breezy, which makes me feel like the house probably was kind of laid out in a minimalist fashion. Oh. Um, although I can't, I don't have like remember mem- real good memories of like what her furniture layout was. But I kind of think like she was awesome. If I reflect on it now as a 40 year old, who's like, wow, yeah. this is a lady who like had good design tastes. Like she had a beautiful home with wood yeah. floors and shit. So, And by the way, a single third grade teacher could own a home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, she did the piano lessons. So maybe that was paying her mortgage, but (laughs) those were real expensive piano lessons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was probably like $5 an hour or something like, who knows? (laughs) Those are some nice classes. Are those new? That I'm wearing? No, I I have like four pairs. So I, I change them around, but I do. Thank you. Yeah. I I like um, those. They're like a cool little pattern. They're round and they have like a very obvious um, light, I would say, tortoise shell frame or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I dig it. I'm into it. 
Thank you. I, I um, feel bad for you, D- Danny. Because uh, I don't wear glasses? Yeah. I mean, I know when we're kids, it sucks um, to wear glasses. But as an adult, I don't know. They're a cool accessory. They're fun to put on. I, uh, I, I wore fake glasses for a little while in high yeah, school. Yeah, you did. Just like a matter of months before I gave up on it. Uh, and I tried to, like, I went to the eye doctor and I was like, I don't really have any problems seeing, but sometimes when I'm driving at night, it's hard to see <laughs> like okay. signs that are far away. And they're like, well, you can have these. And they were just like basic normie glasses, but I wanted like Rivers Cuomo glasses yeah. and they didn't have any at this little eye doctor in Elk Grove. And so I just never ended up getting, I think I did get those glasses, but I never wore them. Because it was all okay. about style. It wasn't about function. Still is, actually. Function is, functions cool good. Glasses. I was walking today um, with a coworker of mine to get a cup of uh, of Joe, as it were. Cup of Joe? And um cup of Joe and, and she was wearing um sunglasses. And I made the mm-hmm. comment that like I I have a pair of sunglasses, they're prescription, and I had them with me. Like I rarely ever bring them anywhere. Cause it's like mm-hmm. a fucking expensive pair of sunglasses, like, and I have to have them in my hand or something to like switch them out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where the story is going. I totally forgot my train of thought. Oh yeah, you were she going said to, get to me, coffee. "Yeah, I was like, shit, I forgot my sunglasses. I actually brought them, and I'm, I'm hurting my eyes." And she's like, "Yeah, you are." And I was like, "Oh damn, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> is are really that idiot. bad." Like, <laughs> damn, I do this all the time. Like, my eyes are fucked. And she's like, "Why don't you get those transition lenses? You know, you know those." So like I first got glasses when I was, I think I was, I think I was 12 when I first had to wear glasses, Oh okay. 12 or 13, like right at the worst possible time for a young boy in the Mm -hmm. 1990s. Like Mm -hmm. everybody, like it was like, I felt like the world was over, you know, it was terrible. And I had transition lenses and, um, I wore transition lenses for probably like seven years, maybe 18, 19 by the time, like I was a fucking teenager and I didn't get reverse Cuomo glasses. I just had those and like, I'd get yeah. them, you know, I'd go to the eye doctor and they'd give me the same ones. Like I was like, not going to ask for anything new. I wasn't trying to be sexy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I was, but I wasn't. Well, you just actually needed them. Unlike me. Yeah. But the transition lenses, the reason I won't wear them anymore is like one thing that's weird about them, or at least back the technology back then, and maybe it's better today is they never actually trans transitioned to like clear glass. Like there was always a tint. Um, there's always a tint to them. Yeah. There's always like a little tint and that's so mm-hmm. ugly. If you're just inside, like you just look like, I just don't like it. It does not, does yeah. not fit well with my, um, my style. Of, you're not nerdy enough. Well, it's also, I'm not nerdy enough. <laughs> that's it's nerdy, but also like, I'm not one of those. I can't pull off the sunglasses inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know it's impossible. Shit, I, I, I tried to play bass wearing sunglasses one time and it was, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Because you're in a situation where you're, you think you're trying to be a cool dude and then you just start acting like the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't fit. I made it through like half a Huey Lewis song and I had to take them off. Yeah. Well, at least you tried. I did. <laughs> I did. This was, uh, this was like me performing at a show, not just like in my bedroom. Wearing oh shit. Sunglasses. So there were like people like pointing and laughing. At me, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking loser. That's amazing. I I, every time I'm in public and someone stops, extends their hand all the way out with a point right at me and says <laughs> fucking loser. I just yeah. feel so awkward, <laughs> but you know, it's just the price we pay for yep. being fans of the velvet team. It's true. It's true. 
I don't, I'm not going to be able to come up with two truths and a lie. I could have used my glasses story as a, as a truth or a lie. That's true. Um, We got honest Danny over here. I just, I am just not creative in that way. No, I don't think it's creativity. I think it's kind of a dumb game, but it's like, it's one of those things that like, I don't know. If you come up with the right one, like it can be pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I also like it. I'm a fan of it when you're in a group of people and you're like, you know, you're having like a camping trip or a sleepover. Do you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, these fun things you do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you're one of the, you're an outsider. Like I'm going there and like, let's say your wife is there and, or like an old good friend of yours is there. Mm-hmm. And then it's like people like me who are like sort of super, uh, sh- um, you know, we're in awe of you, but we don't really know you. Mm-hmm. And so you get to say lies and your friends and your wife who know you really well are like snickering and they're like, Oh, I know Danny so well. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah. And then all the other people are sort of like, well, fuck, I don't know, man. Do you have three legs? I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one of those moments where like the good friends, the good friends feel like good friends, you know, it's, it's a lift. It's like, Oh, I shouldn't answer this. I've known Danny for 10 years. We go way back. We're best yeah. friends. <laughs> Maybe you do have three legs. That was good. That was funny. It's it's possible. I mean, I don't know. Oh Never my mind. God. I have a uh, I have a proposal for you. Oh God, really? But oh my it, in, <laughs> my it involves another. It involves commitment. Oh really? It involves um, another podcast. Are you doing this on air? I'm doing this on air. I could have cut it out, depending on how quickly you shoot me down. So we'll see. You heard of the you heard of Gilmore Guys? Oh, I've listened to at least thirty episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're gonna memorize all of those and, and reenact them. Wait, uh, you you want to do you want to do an episode episode by episode uh, analysis of the Gilmore Guys? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> what do you think of the idea of Drag Race Guys? RuPaul's Drag Race guys, not Drag Race guys. Like, I don't want to go out to the racetrack and watch drag races. Oh, that's too bad because I want to do that. What if we did both? <laughs> we could, we could do both. Yeah, we could watch RuPaul's Drag Race at a drag race. You don't have Season to answer now. You don't up? have to immediately shoot me down. It's okay. You can tell me no later. I can tell uh, you no later. When does yeah. Season Fifteen start? Oh, um, I think January. Okay, so we've got time. Or were you trying to do retrospectively? I'm trying to take you take you all the way back, buddy. Oh shit! I'm gonna be the one who hasn't viewed it then. Yeah, you'll in be the, the Gilmore. In the Gilmore guys, that was Demi, right? He had not viewed the show previously. I don't remember. I've only listened to one episode. I think. Oh really? It's yeah. very fun. Like I mean, I. It's long. Like the episode, they're like your show. Like they're yeah, just yeah. so fucking long. Yeah. But they're. F- I mean, that's why I say I've only listened to like thirty, and they're probably like what two hundred. But like, mm-hmm. I think they're funny. They're very funny. Yeah. I don't know. Let me think, let me think about it. I guess the commitment is a thing for sure. Yeah. But also yeah. like, is it a subject that I feel comfortable trying to, I mean, be if, funny around? I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Or, or the thing that, that most, uh, drag queens want is the opinions of, uh, cis, straight white men or whatever oh my god yes i know i've heard that i've heard that it's like yeah. the first line in the wikipedia entry yeah it is it really is you know how many times you've been uh pointed at and said you're a fucking loser uh, 
I've been stopped by a drag queen to ask what I think of their outfit. Yeah, for, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I would be worth like a couple grand. Yes. I don't know. We we are rewatching again. We like completed the most recent season and then All Stars is on right now. So we're watching All Stars. Mm-hmm. And we can't stop, Nate. We cannot stop. We've gone back. We're rewatching seasons we've just recently watched for the first time because we were behind. Is there I've not not to pass the buck, or maybe I can include myself as the person in between the two of you on the couch. Uh-huh. But is there is there a is there a format that allows for like a mystery science theater style immediate commentary where you record while you're watching and you feed perhaps program audio also into a file that lets you mess around with that. I mean, possibly is that legal though? Like the music is what's going to catch you, right? Like legality is not your problem. You just don't want to be caught. But like if you post it, they're going to run an algorithm to check for, yeah. Oh wait, you put music on this pod though. And it doesn't do that to you. Don't yeah, I do. It's in pretty small snippets. Uh, the only time I was ever worried about it was when I did the Taylor Swift episode. But as far as I know, that's still available. It's still available. Um, Thank you, T Swift. She probably heard it and was like, "I'm never coming like, to Sacramento." <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, <laughs> but leave it up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it's not that she was like upset about how much you loved her. It was that mm-hmm. she was a little bit scared about how much you loved her. <laughs> about how much, <laughs> yeah, and refused thus yeah. to come back to this town or here at, ever at all. <laughs> It's an interesting point, though, because you're right. You put that music up, it never triggers it. Yeah. yeah, let's talk. Let's let's let me think about it. Okay. I think to some degree, I think to some. I mean, the idea is fabulous, especially if you. Um, it's, yeah, it's a fabulous idea. Yeah. Especially, I'm gonna say, especially if you go to at least one or two actual like car drag race things and just do <laughs> do an episode on that as if you didn't bonus know. episodes or whatever. Yeah. The Patreon episode <laughs> yeah, is yeah, when yeah. Danny went to an actual drag race for the first time and didn't realize that it was going to be a car thing. <laughs> yeah. I show up in like all my memorabilia of my favorite Queens <laughs> doing yeah. death drops and shit <laughs> in fucking Utah or some shit. I'm just like, all right, Danny. This episode, we're doing this episode uh, just as me. Sorry, Danny, because no, unavailable. He's been beaten up. <laughs> yes, yes, he is in the hospital. Anyway, it's just been I've been like sitting there watching, and I'm like, I want Nate to watch this shit because uh, it's so good and so fun. I do, I do too. I guess like here's a here's a conundrum that your listeners will will understand. Like I feel like I was on a I do a uh, every other week I take a. Uh, like a language class mm-hmm. and um, and then certain times like periodically throughout the year I'll do an eight week weekly language series on top of it so like mm. there are weeks where I've done a podcast with you and I'll have like Monday language conversation group Tuesday hanging out with you mm-hmm. and then Wednesday language class and um, in the pandemic era which we're still in I'm not trying to say the pandemic's yeah, over yeah. it's actually bursting right now but um, in the pandemic era when nobody called um, around or there was just no option to do anything. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it. It was just like doing it, doing it. But every once in a while now, like I feel like I get more and more the urge to to go uh, sit on a porch or maybe even go to like a 
a brewery or something after like at, in the evening, you know, mm-hmm. it happens more now, uh, you know, pandemic ongoing or not. And then I feel like it's interesting. Like, I just feel like to some degree, one thing about, um, the world as it is now is it's, a, it's just a little bit busier, I guess a little bit, not a lot, but yeah. a little bit busier. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Who knows? I think what I need to do is I need to drop that, that weekly conversation class and just focus in on the actual academic class. Yeah. Whatever. Got to learn your German. Yeah. Or well, remember your, or, I think or just not get rusty. I don't know. Oh, I'm hella rusty. Yeah. It's a language that I spoke at a high level fluency 10 years ago and then didn't do much with except for listen to podcasts for about uh, 10 years. And then that can was, you under, then, you can understand it better than you can speak it. Yeah. It's like that passive versus that active. Right. Oh, okay. So I did a master's degree and I did it in the language. So I was very active for a wow. while. And then I left and didn't use it for years yeah. in any active sense. So like I've lost it. Uh, I've lost my edge there. You didn't like, although go to Wiener Schnitzel once a week to order. And so the problem German. is, is that that so I did that. And then the <laughs> attendant very slowly stretched their arm out in front of them <laughs> and pointed at me and, and said, you fucking loser. And then I I turned around and I said, Danny! <laughs> and I walked out and I never yeah, went yeah. to Wiener Schnitzel again. <laughs> uh, on that note, let's talk about the Velveteen. The, the Velveteen also, like, and Drag Race, like, I want to talk about the the velvet. Like, can you talk to me about what what is velvet? Uh, it's a it's a fabric. It's a material. I don't know. It's soft. Is it a is it one that you have? I don't think so. Maybe on like a maybe on like a blanket or a pillow or something. But not on your suit jacket. Not on my suit jackets. That Did I wear. you know that I'm going to um, go to the velvet rodeo? in October to see Miranda Lambert. I didn't. Oh yes. Yes. I did know about Miranda Lambert and I did know that it was called a velvet rodeo. So I'm thinking about either getting velvet shoes, Ooh. which Shannon has nixed because of the price point, sure. but I don't know. Maybe I can find some second handies on, yeah, um, yeah. on eBay or a velvet suit jacket. Okay. To wear. You can find a second hand, one of those too. I think so. If you were a teen, Mm-hmm. What color velvet jacket would you get? If I were a teen, like literally me as a teenager, it would probably be black. Yeah, ditto. But that's not, I don't think Miranda Lambert's going to call shout me out as well-dressed at no, her show. No, no, you need to show up velvet. in like uh, Palomino pink. Fuck, man. I think I do. And I also or need some shoes to match. What if my velvet ro- rodeo jacket was had on the back of it just a sequenced um, massive cactus? Yes. yes. And I just turned around in the middle of the show and let it shine and it hit her eye and she couldn't get she couldn't take her eyes off. It actually blinded her like she couldn't see for a couple hours. <laughs> and then she then she did an interview later. Uh-huh. For some Vegas newspaper and was just like the most beautiful cactus <laughs> shining off of this pink velvet jacket that this <laughs> the that sickly this, man was wearing sickly man this sickly skinny man was wearing <laughs> and i'll be i will have i will gladly admit that that is my 15 minutes i will not seek <laughs> yeah, any more yeah. fame that's it that's gonna compete with your uh your little tie thing though what was that called again the bolo bolo yeah, yeah. 
Bolos are fashionable. Like, do you have a bolo? I don't. I don't. How often do you dress up? Um, how often is never? Zero times. Yeah. No, I don't. I so mean, like, I don't. Especially right now, like, I'm yeah, home, like, Danny. always. Would it not be funny if tomorrow, not tomorrow, Saturday is tomorrow, but on Monday on your first Zoom meeting, you showed up with a, a suit, a, a bolo tie, and a cowboy hat on? That would be fucking rad, actually. <laughs> I have been turning my camera on because we have a new, my boss has a new boss, and he comes to our meetings pretty frequently, and he's big into having the camera on. So I've been, when I'm showered and clean, I, I turn my camera on. My boss's new boss expressed an interest in cameras being on Ooh. slash the boss of the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, the boss, you know, the, the boss of the bosses of the, the bosses, whole, the head honcho. Yeah. Which is hard because during zoom meetings when, uh, I really like to eat apples, so mm. they're just going to have to watch it get stuck in my teeth and then yeah, pull yeah, some yeah. floss out and <laughs> try and get that shit out. So that's their own. I mean, fuck, it's not, I don't care. They're yeah. the ones that are going to gross out, but yeah, I don't know. Danny, I really feel like you would look good in a cowboy hat and Maybe. a bolo tie. Maybe. And a bolo tie, I think, is interesting because it's like, you know, like if you're if you're like, I don't really want to dress up. Like, I feel like it looks nice and it kind of casuals you down a little bit hmm. in a nice way, you know, hmm. like a bolo okay. tie. Despite okay. the fact that it is really nice, like it's not casual, but it feels a bit more. It doesn't feel stuffy as a tie, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, maybe one of these days, maybe... See, when we go to the actual drag race with cars, we're going to dress up like we're going to a drag show. When we go to a drag show, we're going to dress up like we're going to a drag race. <laughs> yeah. So the See, cowboy hat and, and all that will be appropriate. No, 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 no. You wear a Budweiser starter jacket and, <laughs> and a fucking trucker hat that says Hooters on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the cowboy hat actually is more fitting at the drag show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe. I got to figure that out, actually. I'm talking about two things that I've never attended before. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, this is me being stereotypical and making assumptions. <laughs> the Velvet team. Let's count backwards like, from where we were at. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> count backwards. The first song. these on um on velvet vinyl on velvet vinyl i just got this one like a few weeks ago dude is that is that uh is that like a pasta i don't really know what it is oh they're arteries oh okay that's less comfortable i'm uncomfortable it says artery this is uh they just reissued this it's one side is the great beast february and the other side is a it's a seven inch, or it was a seven inch. Now it's not. Immortality. That's what it's called, I think. Um, but anyway, they just reissued this. So I have that now. What color is the vinyl? Um, it is, I'm just going to look on Discogs because it's going to take me 15 minutes to get the record out of here. Dude, you know what doesn't take 15 minutes to get the record out? Uh, CD. That's or Discogs. Right. Always. Translucent or Orange. Discogs. Translucent orange. Okay, this is that's right. So the cover of this that you had given me, 
um, on the list is like, it's pretty weird actually. Like I, as far as I understand, it's a, it's the two early EPs put together as one. Yes. Which counting backwards is from which EP is from the great beast February. Okay. Um, and then this has, uh, coma synthesis as well. Yeah. We didn't talk about, did we, wait, did I miss a song? No, no, the, the, um, that's the other, so Great Beast February and Como Synthesis are the two things that are combined into one. And this is oh, what yeah, I, okay. I, I bought this CD back in the day when I saw them open for Desparacitos. Back in the day when you weren't so stuck up to buy CDs. Uh, exactly, yes. <laughs> or like you were not willing to waste money, I guess is really what it is. <laughs> but yeah, this fucking song is uh, pretty great. What do you think? I think that... I haven't listened to the song in two days for some reason, Ooh. actually. And I, no, so here's my thought. Like, um, I wrote some notes. I like, I like the fucking drums a lot. And I think that first of all, I guess like these dudes can play music, right? Like, are they good at music? They're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good at are music. Are they better? Are, are they like at your level or just below it? No, they're much better than I am. Danny, stop it. You're so no, deprecating. The, like, like they're drummers alone. You brought up the drums. Like, First of all, I can't play drums for shit, but their drums are really fucking good. Uh, their newer drummer, Casey, is fucking amazing. And that always kind of stuck out to me when I first heard him playing. Uh, but like spending the time recently with the songs that the original drummer is on, that dude's fucking great, too. Yeah. I mean, in this one, this song's weird. Each song is like, I got to say, like overall with Velvet Teen from Santa Rosa in Sonoma County, mm-hmm. they're a weird band. It's a weird band, right? Yeah, or like yeah. it's okay. They, like if you were to try and describe them to me, like seriously, I've only heard these five songs. Mm-hmm. I have not, I have not broken your rules. I don't want you to cry or anything. <laughs> um, and I honestly like, here's a problem. Maybe we can talk about this too, but like I had after a while, like I sort of was like, I like these songs. I think this is where I'm going to stay with them. Right. Cause okay. I got the sense that like, if I like strayed away, they're weird. And like occasionally, like on some of these songs, I had to be like, okay, what the fuck? And like listen to it over and over. And then mm. it would catch me. Like, I guess maybe the fact that they seem to be talented, like, uh, you know, above above par musicians for what I usually listen to, mm-hmm. um, aside from the country music, because those are obviously all fucking um, shredders. <laughs> but like, it, it took me some while. Like, it's like, oh, okay, maybe these are people who think about their. They, they, their compositions mm-hmm. anyhow uh, at a level that's pretty high and I, I everything grew on me but it's weird shit right and like yeah, this yeah. song is the one that i think if you were to guess of the five songs which one was most immediately like i was like yeah hell yeah i'm into this mm-hmm. was this song right like because it feels to me like like the drummer's just like i don't know what the drummer's doing it fits really well with that guitar tempo or that guitar pacing and that, mm-hmm. that little emo guitar that also is a little bit feels like an 80s pop thing too like it's a mm. mixture of like emo bouncy with some sort of fucking cure shit or I don't even know what, but like that guitar <laughs> is pretty great. And it sounds a lot like the music I would listen to. And the drummer is just like, fuck that guitar. I'm going to go as fast as I fucking yeah, can. Yeah, and yeah. the bass is playing, playing along. Like it's a dope song. Obviously of the five, it's the one that was most easily accessible for me. I think Yeah, yeah. Um, the vocals caught me off guard because the, it's a person who seems to know how to sing and is trying mm-hmm. to sing, right? Like really trying. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's how. I th- tell me a little bit about about your 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 your, your counting backwards choices, or just this <laughs> band generally. Like, if I say they're weird and you agree, 
Tell me about that. No, that why, why, why a weird band? They, they are a weird band. And you, for me, if I had only heard the original thing, like that original CD and I had never seen them again or spent any more time with them, I would never think they were a weird band. It's pretty early on. They were pretty straightforward, like yeah. emo kind of indie rock, you know, whatever. It's pretty straightforward, but I think they're weird or they're just willing to um, try new things on every single mm-hmm. album. I'm not sure where they're at now. I did for a little while. I had on the longer version of this playlist, I had a, a newer song that came out two years ago, I think. From the most um, recent album. Yeah. It sounded like the Velveteen, but it had a little twinge of something different. It, it, it was almost like a something off of Come Loud without the distortion on the voice a little bit. But anyway, mm-hmm. they, they've always seemed to be a band that is always evolving and trying new things, which I, I think is really cool. Like, it's really cool to go from like this emo pop album to do an album that's okay. I'm not, I'm going to do an album without guitars at all. Everything is going to be a piano. There's going to be strings, drums, bass, horns, like everything else, no guitar. And then to come back a few years later, okay, we're going to have guitar, but now we're going to have a shit ton of mm-hmm. weird ass electronics and I'm going to have this mm-hmm. effect on my voice the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really commit to these things. So like if you like this, the song off of Elysium or you like the song off of Come Loud, like that's a good representation of the album. Mm-hmm. Um and same thing with like, I don't know, all these songs are a good representation of the album that I pulled them from. But I could have also grabbed like almost any other song off of the albums too. And it still had been a good representation. They're good at like, this is what we're doing on this album. Next album, we might not do the same thing, which I think is cool. And I think they do weird shit. They experiment with programming and they, the last time I saw them live, was in 2006 when they were doing Come Loud and uh, they had like brought their own PA with them to run their electronics through and they were one of the loudest bands I had ever witnessed. Ever seen. Like hurt my fucking ears. <laughs> they were so loud. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's really cool, especially starting off pretty simple like they did. Um, like this song, Counting Backwards. This was the song they would always close with if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's got that sort of. Yeah. It's good. It's got the, lyrically, it's sentimental in that regard. I can yeah. see them playing it at the end. It fits that vibe. It's interesting you say that they're loud. I wouldn't have expected it, but it, all of a sudden, one question I wanted to ask is like, you and I came to discussing this band. Like, you didn't give me this band because you were like, oh, I got to give the Velveteen mm-hmm. to someone. Like, we were talking about um, my having purchased way too far in advance <laughs> tickets to see Girls Against Boys mm-hmm. uh, in here in Sacramento. And this, I was like, yeah, the Velveteen, they're opening for them. Like, I don't really know who that band is. And you're like, oh shit, I know who that yeah, band is. Yeah. I'm going to toss it your way. Um, at, until you mentioned they're being loud as fuck, they didn't really make sense for that bill to me, <laughs> Like, to be honest. like they're, It's two very different bands. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But two very loud as fuck bands, yeah. which probably like plays into some... Maybe I don't think they're on. as loud. I think that was just a symptom of what they that were doing at tour. that time. But I've had other opportunities to see them, but I just, I don't go to shows very often anymore. So, but yeah, it'll be an interesting show. I kind of want to go, um, it's in October. It's in October. Excuse me. Yeah. I think it's on like the, 
I think it's like the 7th of October or something. Hmm. Okay. Okay. No, that doesn't seem right. That's, excuse me, that's, um, the 7th is the day before the Velvet Rodeo. Ooh. I think it's on the 5th of October or something. It's in the middle of that week. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Going to Harlow's and then going to Vegas. Yeah. And then guess what? Later that month, I'm flying to Seattle to go see Carly Rae Jepsen with my best friend up there. What? Yeah. I don't know what's going on Dude. with that month. It's really strange. Like, I normally wouldn't do that stuff, but like... Carly Rae is doing a tour, and like he and I are like um, big fans mm-hmm. of Carly Rae Jepsen. Are you? You actually mentioned at one point that I could give. Uh, it yeah, no, I'm. I'm waiting on that playlist one of these times. Uh, they did on Drag Race one of the lip syncs for your life was to a Carly Rae Jepsen song that was totally makes sense. I feel like Carly Rae's biggest fan base is gay men. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I could see it. Um, but like the, yeah, I don't know. Like for whatever reason, like Velvet Rodeo was sort of like. The pandemic's been hard. Two of our best friends moved to Portland and they're fans of Lambert or just fans of like silly country. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I always say silly. Like for me, country is a little bit playful and, and it's that that's what this is. And so we decided to go do it. Just like, go, like let's just do it. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing I think is for, for Jepson. Like he had initially, we were had a conversation about him coming down to see the Taking Back Sunday tour. Oh. And that fell through just because the timing was wrong. It was on my birthday, and I was just like, I can't get this much time off work. Mm-hmm. We were going to go to Santa Cruz to see them because oh, they were playing okay. at, um, what's that, sh- Ace of Spades. I refuse to go to Ace of Spades, <laughs> I think. Um, so we were going to drive literally to Santa Cruz instead. Yes, yes. And so he's like, no, nah, she's playing in Seattle. It's just, we're like, we, we pulled on that, and then like Carly Rae's came through, and I was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to come here, or should I go up there? And he's like, no, let's do it in Seattle. The venue's better. Wow. So, yeah, I guess somehow I'm doing that. It's not like me. Don't get don't don't think that this is who I am. Okay. Um, unless, of course, you know, like a botch reunion took place. I would sure, fly that. Sure, sure, yeah. That would. I think I even I would try to do something about that. If you, Danny exits the home for the yeah. first time in five years, because Although, I don't know. These arms are snakes just reunited, and I did not go when they played in Oakland like last week. Do you prefer them? Uh, yes. Oh, interesting. I, I guess I never really, it's the same thing where it's like it hit at a time when I wasn't really picking up new stuff, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe I should check them out. They're really fucking good. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see Boris in September. I think. Um, Shannon has a, her family has a turtle named Boris. So that's what I think of when you say that. Yeah. The turtle's going to be there on stage at Harlow's. Just dancing. <laughs> <laughs> dancing turtle. I don't know. Maybe we maybe we hang out for the first time ever at uh, a Velveteen show. That seems like a good idea. I think that's a, I think that's a good idea. I'm gonna have the to. The venue is pretty good that. with COVID. So yeah. I yeah. mean, I have two, and I don't know who's going with me yet. So maybe we'll maybe we can talk about it. Okay. Okay. Girls Against Boys is not a show that I think my wife is like. She would go with me because mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, let's go see a show. But yeah. like, I don't think she cares. Okay. I don't think she knows who they are. To uh, be honest, so. Okay. I know who. I know five of their songs. Yeah, plus that I give you a six track now. Oh, that's right. They did a reunion. Soulside did a reunion, and the Discord was putting videos up on their stories wow. and Instagram. I, you know, that the Instagram stories are run by Ian Mackay, right? Like, he's, yeah, he's yeah. totally the dude. Like, putting the stories up, they're shitty videos. <laughs> um, and the band sounds terrible. Like, I just it just doesn't look right. Uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, all right, this reunion, y'all are old. Yeah, and. I don't know. Like that style, it doesn't really, it does didn't work for me. Yeah. I keep seeing footage of seven seconds playing cause they're on the tour. It's like the old punk tour with like circle jerks and seven seconds and negative approach. 
and like they do live streams every night and it's cool. Like I'm glad that they're still doing their thing. Kevin is a nice guy. Make some money. That's cool. Uh, make some money. It's cool though. But they posted a picture of like a bunch of old punk dudes and it was like Kevin seconds and Ian McKay and like all these old DC punk people. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was neat. It was neat. I've, I've seen like two photos recently of like Ian McKay in the wild shots. And one was him backstage at the Jawbreaker. Oh reunion, yeah. Or not the reunion, the dear you tour. Mm-hmm. And it was just like epic. It was pretty cool photos. Like, him leaning up against a, um, like a the wall, mm-hmm. looking straight out to, si- to stage stage left, I guess from Blake is probably what it was, yeah. and um, just watching from there because he's Emakai, he can do what he wants. Exactly. Um, and there was another tour that had come through. I can't remember the fucking band now. So my brain is not it's not keeping up to these days. Um, where he was also just like standing sta- off to the side, yeah, watching a show, and like I keep thinking to myself, like, does that guy? have like when a show like that is coming through town and he wants to go he does he seems to me like a guy who's pretty humble Mm -hmm. and probably doesn't want to like call up the venue and be like yo i'm imakai like i can't stand in the audience because i'm old and also people are gonna be talking to me and i want to watch the band yeah um or do you think that he has a person who makes those calls for him or do they invite him like is he the kind of guy that's like yo we gotta we got a show come through town we gotta see if if ian will come because that makes the show cooler i'm curious as to how that works for him he I don't think he has a has a person that calls. He's he's definitely the Pretty type DIY. of guy that's like, I'm just going to do this myself kind of thing. Uh, I I think he just knows a ton of people, and like I'm pretty sure he could just go up to the the black cat in DC and walk in, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh hey Ian, come on in. Like I don't think he and has then go to straight pay. backstage. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he should have to pay, but I also think that he. If um, celebritynetworth.com is telling me anything, he mm. should pay because he is a fucking rich man. <laughs> he has a ton of money. Yeah. Now, he should pay twice as much, you know, to support those bands because it's not like he's like going to see Carly Rae Jepsen, who's yeah. a megastar. He's going to see bands on tour. Yeah. Um, although Jawbreaker didn't need that shit. Those idiots. I'm on. Can I talk some shit about of a course band that you I can. love so thoroughly? I could not believe the prices they were charging for their show here in SAC. Mm-hmm. It was like $78 mm-hmm. after, after like fees and stuff. Like that. That's gross. And, yeah. and it was at a time, you know, COVID, it was in March of this year. Like it just didn't, like a big surge had had been happening. And like, I don't fucking, it was weird. Like, what are they doing? It's making that money. Yeah, I guess I don't disrespect that, but I feel like you could, you could do a tour. They could do a tour mm-hmm. if they put in a couple extra days at like 25 to 35 bucks a pop. And it would feel more reasonable yeah. than $78. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt... It felt like um, felt weird. Not now, Jawbreaker. It's unfair. Like everybody calls it. They, you know, they're like no one's been called out for selling out more than them. So yeah. I don't want to be a part of that because I disagree with it. I would never have known them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dear You is the first album I heard of theirs because they sold out, which is dope. Me too. I just like seventy fucking bucks. Like <laughs> that's y'all. that's way too much money, especially for a show in Sacramento. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't At even think Ace it sold out spades. here. If it did, like it was, I don't know. And it was like also recognizing, I think that a responsible fan is going to have a mask on Mm -hmm. and that's just not a fun vibe. Like I'm not singing along. Maybe I'm, I'm like quietly singing along, but I'm just not like, I'm like really getting into it Mm -hmm. because that's gross. Yeah. I got a mask on. Yeah. I, I mean, Boris isn't really a man I sing along to because they're singing in Japanese uh, and I don't know what they're saying, but 
Oh, man. You could have done a two truths and a lie right there. Oh, yep. <laughs> Again. God damn it. But we're, we're playing a show next month. Oh, shit. Really? Where? At uh, Cafe Colonial. No kidding. Yeah. When, will, you tend to, will you send me this information? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I can't um, guarantee that I would go out there, but is it an open show or is it like a it's inside. open show? It's inside. Can I come is what I'm asking. Yes, you can come party? in. <laughs> you, can, you can be there. <laughs> Danny's playing private parties with yeah. his band. Uh, I don't know. I feel weird about it. It's. I don't think many people are going to show up because it's just like a, a black metal band from, I think they're from Seattle actually. Maybe you know who they are. And then us and one of the local band. What's the Seattle band called? Um, let me check real quick. Hold on. I don't know them. The only black metal band I know for or metal band I know from Seattle is Black Breath, and uh, that's not them. Oh, okay. So they're called is is this me? I Z T H M I. Dude, man, you cannot speak Japanese. <laughs> I cannot speak Japanese. They look cool. August seventh. Everybody, come see my band play on August seventh. Uh, watch me scream into a microphone while wearing it in 95 mask. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> that is the sexiest shit. Like I cannot believe you're doing that. <coughs> is it, what color is your N95? I, I bought black ones okay, because of this. Well, I don't know. It'd be cool if it was like, what's a really weird color for this show? Just like a, I could wear one of the kids ones. They have ones with like, They've yellow, uh, red ones with little black cats all over them. Okay, wait. Why aren't you wearing that? Oh, wait, because it's for a kid. Because it's for a kid, yeah. Oh, damn it. Okay. I would swallow it. <laughs> Which would be hella metal. So I don't know <laughs> exactly what. It will be the second time I've worn a mask while playing a show. Because pre-pandemic, I was not feeling very well. Uh, and my, my punk band that I was in called Elder Youth, uh, we played a show in Woodland. And I wore... Uh, like a painting mask, like a painter's mask, because mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good. I can't believe you were the first, like, just like white American dude to put a mask on because they were sick. Yeah. Um, in the history of this country. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The first one. Uh, I can't believe it. And then, and then what happened? We were all wearing them within then, a year. Yep. Exactly. So fashionable. Obviously. Wait, should we talk about the song? I'm oh, to, yeah. Hey, uh, you want to like, listen to a timestamp? Yeah, can I would love that. Um, I was going to try and keep us punctual today too. I was going to try not I to know, digress too much. Like that was big ass failure right there. Yeah, I, I want to hear it because I haven't heard the song like I said in a couple of days, and although it's in my mind, it'd be yeah. nice to hear it. I have. Uh, I'm going to follow. What is your? What do you got? I don't have anything to 134. So no, oh, well, I've got the 37 seconds. Okay. I just want to hear it with that when that fucking uh, guitar comes in. Yeah, I really like the bass at the beginning as well, which you'll hear. guitar part yeah it's simple it's it fits the time it's kind of like a band called velvet teen should from tooth from 1999 should sound like that exactly exactly it feels to me and yeah i like the bass the bass sounds very like 
sloppy on these earlier couple albums. And I really, I don't know, I'm into it. I didn't notice that, I guess. Like, I felt like this, I felt like the bass really stood out. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what sloppy is, I guess is the point. But, like, it feels, it feels, it feels good. It felt prominent. They knew what they were doing. And they started the song out with it. So you're sort of, like, you're bouncing along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't mean sloppy in, in like, a messy way. Like, he's not playing it well. I mean it more in, like, when you're listening to it or when I'm listening to it, I can, I can hear the strings, like, flopping. Word. You know what I mean? It's, it's that kind of sloppiness. And I love it. I love that kind of shit. Like the loose is what you're saying. Yes. Is, it, is that a person using a pick then or are they finger uh, they finger slapping? Uh, definitely a pick. It sounds sounds picky. Okay. Sounds um, picky. It's a little plasticky. Let's listen to the chorus and the drums. me back to 2002 driving around in my my purple maroon jeep cherokee you drove a jeep cherokee i did delivering yeah. pizza or actually i probably wasn't delivering pizza at this point i was working at a camera store but anyway driving around listening to this shit it's so fucking good i love the chorus i love the like the drum pattern on the chorus where it's like the little stops and the little mm-hmm. fills in between it's very cool. The voice? I like the voice. It, it, he he definitely hasn't come into his voice yet. Mm-hmm. Sounds a little immature. Like a little baby. I had a the question. like the, I, the voice surprised me. It felt rocky versus like an emo voice or something. Um, and it's like he knows how, but there's a question mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have the ability to judge it, but like yeah. maybe this person knows how to sing, but maybe not. I don't know. It's weird. He definitely can sing or he can at least make it seem like he knows how to sing. That's it. There we go. That's pretty that's pretty rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. And I fuck I fucking love it. It made me feel like I knew how to sing as I was singing along and like hitting the vibratos on things and stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking I'm gonna go on American Idol and sing this song okay. <laughs> in my audition. Uh, not his, this. Not the this song. Name, the singer is named Hans Junkerman. Uh-huh. What's his name? Judah. Okay. Judah. Judah Junkerman. Mm-hmm. He's good. Two hundred five is what I got next. That's actually where I'm at too, and it's exactly that. And that's my last one. How Wait. long is this song? Was this a shorter one? Uh, last timestamp for me is three seventeen. All right. Well, a bit more in depth here. This is this is Hans Junkermann <laughs> wishing 
everyone a pleasant good night. A pleasant. As he finishes up his as he finishes up his set, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe, maybe, Danny. This chapter marks the start uh-huh. of no more broken hearts. Exactly. Think yeah, about that the, as you're driving home in your Jeep Cherokee, right? As, yeah. Just make you feel alone just to stand. Wait, what does he says? But the words are not always kind, but they're not meant to make you feel alone. So don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. He's putting you in a good spot. What a guy. A purple, a purple Jeep Grand Cherokee? It was like maroon. and. Did you have heated seats? No. Oh, okay. No, I actually had two Jeep Cherokees. At the same time? No. <laughs> one right after another, though. Oh, there was a two lies, big one, two, t- two truths, one, <laughs> another one, another one. God damn. I, I just yeah. can't think of these things. I really like that verse. Uh, it's very of the time, sad boy kind of stuff. Although it is, it does have a positive spin. I always took it as a, as a sad boy thing, but maybe it's a, it's a positive boy thing. I feel like this is, what do you call it? Like positive there's some pma some positive there's some there's he's trying to think himself into a better space because sure, it sure. sounds sad yeah i think it does sound sad but but the the yeah the words are not that it's kind of pumping himself up a little bit hmm. Hmm. it seems like it to me so it's got a whole whole new meaning on it maybe that's what counting backwards means you count backwards to like calm down hey it's gonna be okay oh there we go yeah yeah huh huh carry you i'll carry me or <laughs> i'll carry you you carry me not i'll carry me it's funny though he like pushes it through he's like an i'll carry you and it sounds all right and then he goes if you promise to carry yeah. me <laughs> i don't know like he could have just said if you carry me yeah. you don't have to put promise in there <laughs> i like that i feel like in comparison to that first vocal section mm-hmm. where, I, where I'm sort of like, can this dude sing? What's he doing? Like, I feel like he is better in this moment. Like, it sounds sounds right. Yeah. Except for that promise part. That promise part's pretty funny. But. Yeah. Uh, and I like the little instrumental break that happens right after that. Kind of mm-hmm. like the, I'll play a little bit of it. But the like. With those, with the funny drums. Yeah, the, the little rhythmic stuff happening. Yeah. Good. I fucking love it. That's when he like um Hannes Junker man. Uh, shit. I gotta stop calling him Hannes Junker man. <laughs> when he like uh <laughs> I'm dude, I like this song a lot. I'm not making fun of it, but I like the <laughs> idea of like him he does like a guitar spin like around his strap around his neck, oh, and then he goes shit. into that part and he, he out of his back pocket he pulls a workout headband. Whoa. <laughs> and then that little that little computer drum cart part comes on uh, and then he starts doing like a workout moves dang. along to it on stage. It'd be sick. I love it. If you're if you're listening, Niles. What's <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm being an asshole. What is his name? Judah. Hannes. Judah, that's right. It's an unusual name. It, like it's it not is. a name you it's, come across very often. Yeah. It's it's not a your average name. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so much fun. I love them. Yeah, totally. Would you like to try to pronounce this this next song title? I mean, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because like I um, saw the title 
and because I'm the kind of person that people raise their hands in front of and point at and say, you fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, tend to look words up cause I'm like, I don't know what this word means, you know? And it turns out that it's a word that means nothing. Shit. I couldn't get it there, man. I had, I was trying, I like fucking had a joke. And I, <laughs> it. I forgot what my joke was, which is what this uh, disease is. It's radiopathy. I mean, it's radiopathy. Okay. I've got apathy for radio. I'm radioapathetic. Yeah, yeah. Radiopathy. Every time you hear the radio, you, you get, you're mad? Is that what apathy is? I don't know. I'm radio. No, I'm uh, apathetic is like how I feel about Joe Biden. Oh, okay, okay. So radiopathy is that's how I feel about the radio. Like he's not our real president. That he's not even alive. <laughs> it's weekend at Bernie's over yeah. there at the fucking White House. <laughs> It's actually Bernie Sanders and uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> Biden. It's two Bernie Sanders standing skin. on top of each other in his suit because he's so tall. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, not that we're getting political here. Yeah, this isn't a yeah. political podcast. No. Out of the Fierce uh, Parade, 2002. Uh, really fucking great record, everybody. Go listen to it. This I find interesting. So it's Chris Walla doing the. Yeah. Uh, he's he's Your on buddy the from Seattle. Right, which, well, he from. So I went to college in Bellingham and uh, um, uh, that's where Death Cab's actually yeah. from, right? Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't know fucking Chris Walla, dude. These people are older than me. Yeah. But I found like that that fit weirdly. Like when I read that, I was like, oh, that previous song makes even more sense, right? Like that's the scene that this band was sort of farting around in sure, at the time. Sure. Like, I get it. Totally made some sense, except uh, Death Cab in 2002 was kind of, no, they were on the way. They weren't huge yet. Plans hadn't even come out yet. That's 2006, right? Or 2005. Yeah. When did um, Transatlanticism come out? Is that their first big one? That was the first like 2003 maybe, 2004. I certainly didn't care about that. A girl gave me plans at one point and I was like, this is great as I gazed into her eyes. 2003. Didn't give a shit actually about it. Yeah. Okay. So that's the scene they're farting around and that makes some sense. I have a couple of comments about this. I did an internet search mm-hmm. on Out of the Fierce Parade, and I always like to click on the Pitchfork reviews. Okay. Because, like, they talk a lot. And you can you can pull some information out, but usually they're dicks about the music I like. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, what's their problem? Like, why don't they just hire me to write about the music yeah, I like? I, don't know. I can say nice things about it. Yeah. You know? Fucking hell, y'all. Although sometimes they like what I like, too. Every once in a while. Um, And they fucking hated this really they thought it was trash garbage which i think is pretty funny actually me that's actually the kind of review i would put on my cd Mm, um, yeah yeah to sell it um and then uh uh the website pop matters Mm. i don't really know i remember that website every once in a while i'll come across their reviews if i type in an album um said that fierce parade so out of the fierce parade but they called it fierce you know like they shortened it up because they're fans fierce parade my favorite album fierce parade um, seems to be the opening volley in an inevitably legendary career. Wow. 
which do you agree? Man, this fucking sucks. Give it a 4.2 or opening volley in an inevitably legendary career. It's that is quite the spectrum. I'm, I'm leaning more toward the opening volley, but legendary career. I don't know about that. (laughs) Opening Um, volley into uh, a pretty good career with everything that the band went through as far as like, Oh, they lost a member, right? They lost a member. They had their original bass player quit at one point. Uh, you know, they've been through some shit. They've come and gone. But they're still here. They're still fucking kicking. Is that opening volley to um, a, a pretty good game of volleyball? Yeah, fiercely. Uh, opening volley to um, the dressing room of the... Velvet H&M or something like that. Okay, okay. We don't have good options for this. We're not doing a very good job here. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I also question at what point did they, did Niles ask himself, should we change the name of the band? Like they're Uh, 2002, they're in three years in, they got an album, they got this album, which is different and they're going to start get pretty mature, you know, and like like create mm -hmm. an opera. That Apple Music, by the way, the next album Apple Music calls classical. <laughs> just yeah, I don't know why they listed it under classical, and it's got like but. underneath the each song it has the names of the band members because they're right. the composers. It's fucking awesome. You should make Apple listing for your band do that. <laughs> I should. I should. Um, I can't even get it to put our two <laughs> albums in, under the same band. There's two listings for Battle Hag. Yeah, well, that's because of your your umlaut placement. Over <laughs> yeah, the year, yeah. So you're asking, should they have changed their name? Do you think that Niles thought about changing it? No, I think it's I think it's always been an appropriate name, even for all the people who didn't listen to them because they thought they were the teen idols and that it was a, it, <laughs> they, they didn't support reunions. Well, that's your own fault, buddy. That's your own fault. <laughs> Why? I don't know why you have to make me feel so bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do I talk about this song? This song called yeah, Ready Apathy? Let's listen to some uh, some drums at 33 seconds. really good really interesting drum beat good job yeah i agree with you actually mm-hmm. the beginning of the song the part that they heard that we didn't hear has like a alien distortion right like when yeah in the movie contact when they're listening for something to come across that was what it was i think that's pretty mm-hmm. cool too and then it kind of works because the drums are a little bit and that guitar too like feels a little bit like gritty like a like mm-hmm. alien or something it's yeah. nice at the same time, also, like, the vocals came in and you talked to me earlier about, like, his voice being consistent. And I just, I don't know why I don't see it as consistent. Because uh, for me, when I, I, the vocal started and I was like, wait, what? Well, who's this band? <laughs> and it really sounds a lot like that band Japan Droids. Oh, sure. Yeah, but a little I, bit. I mean, the Japan Droids came later, so they were obviously yeah. riffing off of this. But it's interesting how even in this quick, this switch between those EPs and then this full length, this is their first full length, right? Mm-hmm. They had already like evolved to a degree, I think. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had matured up. They got that that Chris Wallace sheen to them now. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's his he's got a little bit of an uh, like a distortion on his voice, but um it's just this little bit and it's not through the entire album. It's just on some of the songs. I think some of the more rocking songs. Uh and then the fucking chorus right there. I I love the little squeal. I'm going to rewind it a smidge. Which what's where are you at time-wise? 52 seconds. Oh cool, cuz I got a 54 timestamp. That's perfect. Cool. <laughs> Like the little screaming in the back is pretty tight. Yeah, it's neat. I, I like the like the ride. Bing, 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 bing. That little Word. bell hit that's happening the whole time. Another uh, driving with my driving my Jeep Cherokee with my knees so that I could air drum that part. <laughs> that's so dangerous, Dan. <laughs> Gosh, I was a pro from the, my two years of delivering pizza. Do you still do that? Do I still deliver pizza? Oh no, Domino's, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, I DoorDash. Oh, okay, well, um, do you when you drive and your kids are sitting shotgun, both of them together, no car seat? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you yes. do you let them steer for you just uh, so that you can do it? <laughs> just so I grab can the wheel. Drum. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> get on my lap, quick! <laughs> Crawl over here now. Why do you have that seatbelt on? That's not how this works. <laughs> So I don't care if there's Danny a cop chasing me. <laughs> Danny does not let his kids steer the wheel with the cops are chasing him high speed down I-80. It's true. It's oh. true. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. That part's cool. Um, it, can you talk to me about like, so there's like a, a, a screech in the guitar. Yeah. I think it's the guitar. Like what, yeah. what is, what's he doing right there? How? It's a, it's a, some sort of, you know, guitar squeal feedback. Yeah. You might uh, if you if you push the strings up against the pickups like I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you push the strings down and they hit the pickups, they'll they'll do a good squeal like that. So it could be you something have to like stop. That. Is it like a click stop go and then again, or is it like are are you just strumming through it? Uh, no, you'd have to stop. Like I usually do it when I want a dramatic squeal right before a big like a big chorus part or whatever or, um, no it's it's cool he was doing it a lot though like quick 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 click 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 oh oh that part oh no those are harmonics oh okay the like ding 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 that it that seemed kind of, like it but it was like on the end of a note almost yeah 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 those those are harmonics which is different that's that's you're still strumming back and forth like click 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 back and forth but you're not pushing down on the strings you just hold your fingers oh, like over minus the, the bear vibe or some shit like that yeah, they, I think they do a fair amount of harmonic stuff. Do you, when you do your, the thing you were just describing, which is for the dramatic effect, um, yeah. do you stick your tongue out? No, no, I don't stick my tongue out. Uh, if anything happens with my face, I'll probably like grip my teeth together, like, yeah, like yeah, that kind okay. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to get a real big shit out. And the only yeah. way to get it out is to make my guitar squeal. If you, in the middle of your show, you did that, grit your teeth together, and a shit mm-hmm. did come out, would mm-hmm. you stop or would you play through it? I, I mean, I'm, I would just have to rock and roll. Maybe I did leave the stage once to throw up. Oh God, no! 
So no, I'd probably stay. If just a little little poop in my pants, I'd I'd stick around. Would you use it for stage banter? (laughs) No, we don't. We don't talk to talk to the crowd. Not even to each other. No. I got a poop in the Johns here. Hey, Neil, I just shit my pants. <laughs> that prairie dog popped, man. It's uh, <laughs> It has arrived. It's all these low tones. <laughs> all right. I, <laughs> okay. Um, I have... Um, <clears throat> a st- um, where'd you stop that last time, Stan? Uh, one, 110, I think. Can you? Do you have anything between 110 and 1 minute and 29 seconds? No. I don't know what I got there. 129 seems like a good idea. Let's do it. Okay. I think that that, like any band that stops the music and then sings and then starts going again is yep. for me like just 100%. You got yep. me. And, and he's got that squeal. That's the squeal I was talking about. Yeah. You push those strings down. Yeah. That's real rock. That's true. That's good. I like that. The drum, the intro, the, when the drums come back, like mm-hmm. the little fuck, man. That's good. That's it's almost sounds like it almost sounds like the drums when you do it that way. It's, it almost <laughs> sounds like drums. Yeah. Fuck. That's so cool. Yeah. I really like that part. Yeah. Me too. It's good. I got one more. 144. Hold the note. Yeah, it's interesting that he's able to do that long scream, which is great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then sing at the same time. I know. It's amazing. Um, I also noted that scream. I think it's fucking awesome. Yes. Um, I like it. Uh, I also I think this band finishes their songs pretty strongly, which is mm-hmm. a, I feel like that's the thing you really like in bands. So it's I pretty, do. It's pretty normal. Like you like a pe- you like a band that doesn't like fade away halfway through their song and yeah, yeah, being yeah. boring. Um, but it's a cool ending. Yeah. Good shit. You ready? You ready to do this next song? Um, so you asked me to say, to talk about my um, bout with radiopathy. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about the experience you've had with your, uh, I, uh, your, I chi- could, your chime, your obscurant chime era? That uh, is- I could tell you what, uh, until, I was taking notes on this song, what I thought this song was called for the past 20 years. Um, Camera Obscura. Camera Obscura. Yes. Really? Yes. Yes. No. What do you think it was? No. For the last, since 2004, when I got this album, and then however many years ago when I bought this 10-inch record. Oh, hell yeah. It's 10 inches? Yeah. What? Um, That's so weird. It's so fucking long. It's it's long fucking album and it's got a bonus track. Um, Taylor Swift did her album on three L three twelve inch LPs <laughs> and this band's like, fuck, that's wild. Okay, continue. Sorry. No, yeah, I totally thought it was Camera Obscura until I was take like oh, writing really? down the song title and I was like, oh, Crimera Obscurant, Chimera Obscurant.
did not look it up. And since my internet is not working, I can't look it up. Did oh. you take I'll, it? Did you I'll take give it a, a shot? I'll give it a shot. Is it? Does it have to do with a colonoscopy? A chimera or chimeria, according to Greek mythology, was a monstrous, fire-breathing hybrid creature composed of different animal parts from Lyca, Asia Minor. Oh hell yeah! It's like a snake. Uh, it's usually depicted as a lion with the head of a goat protruding from its back yeah. and the tail that might end in a snake's head. Yeah, that's disgusting. I love it. Yeah. That's kind of what this song is. So another thing, until I was taking notes on this song, I did not realize since the year 2004, it is now the year 2022, mm-hmm. I did not realize this song was 12 minutes long. Oh, really? You thought it was shorter or multiple I thought it was or? just a regular, regular old song. It never... I mean, that's a good thing, right? When you've got a song that's 12 minutes long and and you don't notice that it's 12 minutes long. Like there's, there was nothing about it that ever felt like, oh, this is taking forever. Did you ever, you only listened to it on a 10 inch? Like you never had the CD or anything like that? I've never listened to this 10 inch record. Oh, you're saving it for, you're saving it for for that special occasion. Oh really? For the day you retire, for you know, the retire, yeah. Papa Shamps and I actually no, that's not true because I, I I did listen to the bonus song because I recorded it off okay. of the record onto my computer. Uh, no, I've only I only ever listened to it on CD and then streaming. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Like, so here's that. Here's my experience with the song. Is like I um noticed in its length and I was like, come on, Danny, what the fuck. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what to think like before I even started it. I was just like, all right, all right. In the middle of the playlist, song three, five tracks, you give me this fucking marathon. And I think it tainted my first couple of listens sure, where I was sure. just sort of like, fuck, all right, it's long. Here it goes. But I, so I, I walk for my breaks, like at work always, okay. like I'll go out and take a walk. And, um, usually my walks are, I would say like six to nine minutes, but like I, where I work, I know like where I can do a little bit of a longer route that takes about 15 or 16 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't do that route because I don't like time theft and 16 minutes is one minute too long for my break. So I always feel a little bit nervous if I'm taking a little bit longer (laughs) than I should. Sincerely. I don't know why I'm a, I'm a weirdo like that. Hold on. Let me um, get Amanda in here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she, it's not like she has any control over my 16 minute break, but, um, with this song, I was sort of like, shit, I got to talk about it. And like, you know, I come in here and I, I don't really have the, like, this is not a song for me to talk about in the way that this, that Niles wants it to be talked about. Cause I'm just not a musician, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like, I was like, I got to talk about this song with Danny. I'm going to, I'm going to just put it on and I'm going to make a walk. And I did it a couple of times, like a, mm-hmm. a couple of breaks. And if at some point, like you're right, like it just felt like it went by, like it just yeah, flew by. Yeah. So I could see where you, I could see where that happens. Did you play the intro for the audience already? Uh, I did. I can play it for you as well if you'd like. Well, no, I have a. I wish we could have. I wish my internet were working because I wanted to do a watch together. Because I went onto YouTube and I got the the Peanuts theme, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, on YouTube, you can slow speeds down. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and the beginning of this kind of has like a slowed down Peanuts vibe. Hmm. If you want to play, yeah, let's play it a little bit if, okay, you, if okay. you can. Like, let's- it's almost the, 13 what, minutes. It's 12 minutes and yeah, 50 it's a seconds. Long song. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking it's, tight, it's right? Peanuts. The Peanuts theme played by Fiona Apple. 
Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, That's hilarious. I wonder if it, does that hurt help or like, what does that do to the, to, it's just now that every time you it turn helps it on, you know, for me, think, okay, like, cool. Yeah. That fucking rules. It's uh, like, I thought it when I first heard it and then I went onto the internet and tried to, tried to replicate it. And I was like, it's there actually. It's pretty funny. I wonder if that's something Niles was thinking about. Maybe. Interesting, man. That's, that's pretty cool. I never thought of it like that, but I love it. It feels to me like you probably also didn't just pull this song up and start from there. Like whatever the song before this is, that probably finishes for you. And then it goes into this one. Yeah. Yeah. What is uh, the last note? Do you re- do you recall what the sound of the song before this is? <laughs> no, no, oh, it's man. not one of those kind of albums for me. Oh, okay, okay. I actually had a different song off of this album that I really, 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 really like. I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, "This, I don't know about I don't know about these lyrics." And so I ended up picking this song. It's I, interesting. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, just because I re- I really like this song too. Um, and again, didn't, if I had noticed it was 12 minutes, I wouldn't, I would have just stuck with the original song. I'm glad you did this. Also in reading about it, like trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Cause like I noticed right away that again, the voice to me sounds different. He's a little bit lazier or it's deeper. It feels like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. something, um, he's definitely, and, and you know, like I didn't notice that there was no guitar, but it sounded really weird. So mm-hmm. I started reading, uh, about it and th- that came out, you know, that he and the band are like that, 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 uh, Luger, what's his name? Uh, Judah. Which, which one are we talking about? Now? Judah, the the lead the lead dude. Judah, okay. Judah Pilsner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like I guess the band had been messing around, you know, like and wanted to do an EP that was like this for yeah. reasons I can't remember, and then it just started to work, and I was like, okay, that's cool. I guess like they are a band that like obviously is like. like you know, they're, they're like, they're musicians, they're in their studio or in their practice space messing around. Mm-hmm. And then the, more and more reviews, like, would point this song out, this um, Camera Obscura <laughs> a song is, like, the band's magnum opus or something like that. Or, like, yeah. the, 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 I guess it would be, like, the one that, like, they'll be remembered for or something. I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> true, but, like, They're volleying into whatever. <laughs> They're volley into, uh, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote Pop Matters, uh, opening. This is not the opening volley. This is the return. Oh. Sir. I guess an opening volley. This is the smash across the fucking net, uh, okay. of a legendary career. Okay. okay. I, I don't fucking know. I, yeah. I guess like, it seems like a good song to pick cause it, it does seem like a really important song for this band, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Saying, but. And I'm really glad you did it because I don't know if I would have come up with it. Uh, I don't know if I would have made it to it, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and it's a it's a really good representation of the album. The album is is very this. It's very subdued. There's uh, not all the songs have lyrics. Like some of them are a little shorter instrumental songs, but it's very cool. It's a very cool experiment to do something without guitar in what is normally a guitar rock band, mm-hmm. and then this being just this long it's they said it's 1089 words it's long it's i didn't and again i never noticed uh but like yeah the end of the last like five minutes of the song he's just going like yeah on this like beautiful sung rant or whatever it's fucking weird too like uh i always put the lyrics in my um Uh file here because like i feel like you can talk about the guitar i can at least make fun of the poetry and (laughs) 
like this shit like goes and like there are some lines in here that just don't make any sense to me there are words that i've never heard of like it's, yeah it's real weird yeah and and dark too like he's got a line like with each catalytic pill slowly slitting my wrists trigger warning it's like fucking wild do you say trigger warning well, I mean, it's a, it's a, he's, it's a, it's a suicidal ideation. Oh, I, I thought he said that in the, in the no, song. No, I, I said it and then I realized I probably shouldn't have said it. <laughs> I feel like you can blur my voice or something like that. <laughs> sure, it, but, sure. But it's like dark shit. Like there's some weird, he's just got, he's got, he's all over the place. And some yeah. of it's wild. He, he says six, six, six at one point, which I think is pretty cool. I wonder yeah. if he like puts the horns of the beast up <laughs> when he does it. That's how he plays that part on the piano. <laughs> yeah. Just like with the horns. Just tapping with it the horns. <laughs> That's cool. So 13 minute song. How many timestamps do you have? I have uh, four. Actually, no, no, five. I have six. If you include Ooh. zero, 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 zero to talk about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I guess we could talk about too. This is the last album they recorded with their original drummer uh, before he was diagnosed with brain cancer. This was 04 uh, when this came out. Uh, and then he had to, because he had brain cancer, he stepped away from the band. And then uh, it was originally Casey joined as just kind of a temporary member because they weren't sure what the status was going to be for Logan. And then became a permanent member, obviously. And the bonus song that's on the, the vinyl uh, is Case, Casey's playing drums on that one. So yeah, that's really fucking sad. Um, I didn't find that out until like much, much, much later mm-hmm. um, that that they had to go through that. Um, but that sucks. But he was a really fucking good drummer. I especially know, like I said, I especially noticed it, uh, taking notes on these songs. I did, I never appreciated it before. And I feel like that comes up a lot with drums. Like I've always kind of appreciated like guitar stuff. My musical brain matured and I can appreciate drums more than I did when I was, you know, 23 or whatever, however old I was when this came out. Mm-hmm. It's sad, uh, but I'm glad he went out on this very cool, like, different experiment of an album. Yeah, he had time to to put it together. It's pretty good yeah. for this song, at least, I guess. But what's your uh, what's your first? Uh, <clears throat> uh, one oh seven. You know I love dual vocals. Mm-hmm. Always. Can't go wrong. I'm really bummed I didn't get to see them when they were playing these songs. I mean, you did. You just caught I, them on a bad night. I caught, I caught them on a bad night, yes. Broken, a broken hand night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That would have been cool. I, did, I watched a... There was a real quick video on YouTube of them playing this song. But it was, you know... It was, it was 2004 quality, so it wasn't the mm-hmm. best. But you don't think this is the kind of stuff they play anymore? Oh, I I don't think so. I think they're they stick with their uh, guitar rock stuff these days. Mm-hmm. With their with their Springsteen impersonations. Their, yes, exactly. <laughs> they're the the hold steady of Santa Rosa. <laughs> They actually changed their name finally because they are no. 
they're not, as far as we know, Niles is no longer 19. Yes, yes. In, exactly. in a velvet suit instead. Yeah, he is. The Santa Rosa holds steady is what they come out of. You can really hear it in the next two songs that the influence yeah. once that Springsteen had. <laughs> I think this song is my favorite vocal singing so- song on this playlist. I oh, think. okay. okay. Uh, I think, I think the first song I like connect with the most and I dig on, but like the, for whatever reason, like he's to me, it feels most, I don't know. Like I have this thing where like, I think of a person like trying to affect rock vocals. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in the first two songs, he's trying to do that a little sure, bit. Sure. And here he doesn't have to, cause it's, this is classical music. You know, mm-hmm. this is like, this is akin to Beethoven with vocals. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, Yes. Yeah. For whatever reason, he doesn't have to uh, create that. Like he doesn't. He's not reaching for that in in that way. And like I feel like, I don't know. He just flows with it really well. Like mm-hmm. the 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 vocal track is what for me like or his voice is it's tight on this yeah. one. And he, the way that the piano and his voice are able to kind of play with one another mm-hmm. in this particular instance because the piano is not front right. It's a little bit subtle in the background there. Mm-hmm. It's not subtle. It's like there, but like, you know, it's not like we're not focusing on the piano in this moment per se, but yeah, it's dope. It's a good time stamp choice. Up next, I've got 147. It's really like the sound of the piano. It's I I don't I'm not like super familiar with Fiona Apple, but it reminds me of Fiona Apple, like the sound she gets out of her piano. Um, Amanda would come in here and probably disagree with me because she know she knows her Fiona. She knows her Fiona. Yeah, yeah. What when is the right mood to listen to Fiona? When is the right mood for me? I'm really only familiar with one album, the Idler Wheel album. And I've got to be in a good mood. I feel like a lot of people would say uh, you, you put on Fiona Apple when you're feeling down, you're sad, you're mad, something like that. Because it's very emotional music. But I don't you're know. like, I have to mean, I like Fiona Apple when I'm super happy. I, I, I like that, that one <laughs> album when I'm in a good mood. At least, it makes yeah. me happy. Feels like you should ask Amanda to give you some Fiona Apple songs that Maybe are not from that album. Maybe I will. Yeah. It'd be nice to hear her voice. Mm-hmm. Like your entire audience has just been yearning for years to like hear about this supposed <laughs> wife you have. Yeah, yeah. Nobody believes you because they're <laughs> taking their arm and they're stretching it out in front of them and they're pointing it at you <laughs> and they're saying, You fucking loser. You fucking loser. <laughs> Lying about your <laughs> wife. So called. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They know I have children. They've heard my children many times. I mean, maybe you're just one of those like Gilbert Gottfried types who can do lots of vocal like voices. <laughs> Robin Williams? I don't know. One of those guys. <laughs> I, I run a daycare. <laughs> like, I'm house. not even here. <laughs> also that. This, this guy Danny runs a daycare out of his house, and then during daycare he records podcasts yeah, yeah. about fucking rock bands. <laughs> The cats um, watch them. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. I also like that. I, I agree with you. The piano rocks. I like that it stands out. It sort of jumps up. It jumps. Yeah. It jumps into the, like it's louder. It's there. It's more present. It's yeah. really nice. It's, it's not shiny. He's not trying to do like a, 
a guitar solo with it. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. it's a subtle it's a subtle note, uh, set of set of notes or whatever the fuck I'm talking about. But it's nice. <laughs> it's a subtle set of notes. Subtle there, set Miles. of notes. How many times did you play that to somebody <laughs> and get a kiss thereafter? Uh, I don't have anything else till five minutes. Oh shit! I got a three twelve. Actually, can you start at like three ten, just sure. in case I didn't put it at the exact moment that I wanted to hear? It's not a long one. Okay. I really like it when he was like, "I can also be Whitney Houston." <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Christina Aguilera, but but uh, Whitney Fine, works as well. The- yeah. <laughs> The drummer or one of his bandmates is like, hey, Niles, do that Whitney uh, <laughs> octave. And he's like, I got it, guys. And then, Woo! Judah, if you're listening, your name is officially Niles now. <laughs> Niles, yeah, sorry, Judah. Um, I like it. I like I like it. Fucking hell yeah. Just yeah. throw it in there. Like, he's doing so much throughout this song. So hey, why not throw that? He's fucking working overtime. Yeah, totally. And that is, he did that with 10 more minutes to go. Yeah. He throws that yeah. flare in, so... Um, I have a 350 timestamp as well. Okay. <laughs> Just the like meandering uh, piano part for a second there. I like that. I like the, I like the, it's a breakdown or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know what you would call it. Like it's a, it's a moment for him to catch his voice. I would sure. imagine. Sure. Um, yeah. But it's cool. I've been thinking a little bit about breakdowns. I've been watching YouTube or Instagram videos of um, people who just record uh, the dudes doing the two step change pickups, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, hardcore yeah. bands. And I fucking love it. I liked watching it without the sound because I don't like the music that much anymore. Uh-huh. But yes especially contemporary versions of it. And then the dude's just out in the circle pit, just like hopping and throwing their arms up and down. And, you know, this is a different kind of breakdown, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's, there's something cool about it. I like the piano just kind of is like fucking around a little mm-hmm. bit. I yeah. wonder. Just kind of noodly. If you, totally. Like you sit down to say, I'm going to write a song. I'm going to write an epic 13 minute opera. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have this part where I, where a drummer is just going to do this like heavy drum. It sounds a little bit like rainy almost. Yeah. Yeah. A little cold. And then the, you're just like clunk, clunk, clunk on the <laughs> piano. And then like, oh, now I'm going to bring in my voice. And it comes in a little awkward. Like if yeah. we're not expecting it, you're just like, wait, whoa, oh, he's back. It's cool. Because like, I don't know, it's such a beautiful song. That section isn't all that beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Maybe that's why I, I never noticed it was 12 minutes. Because it, I feel like right in the middle, before he goes on like the long thing where he just sings for five minutes. Where uh, he does a third eye blind? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Right in the middle, it, it does that like breakdown part, and maybe it always just kind of felt like two songs to me or something like that. Could be totally, um, since you always listen to it on the, the vinyl. So. Oh, every time, every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? You had one at five. five. I have it five oh five or something like that. Okay. But <clears throat> what was yours? Five minutes on the dot. Okay, you do yours. Screw mine. Again, very Fiona Apple. I never realized this before. Yeah, but like true. all the weird vocal stuff that's right out of Fiona. That's like a page he ripped right out of Fiona Apple's playbook. Yeah, we thought he was so clever. Yeah, yeah. 
He was just it's cool. Those howls in the pond a lot. <laughs> it's a. I don't know. You know, you got a five minute vocal track coming up, and you're like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do some actual wolf howling right now <laughs> and go. Aah. Yeah. That's wild. But it's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I, and I I love just the next the last five minutes of the song. He's kind of just playing the same thing for the majority of it. But it's just like really fucking cool vocal delivery and there's some dual vocals happening and mm-hmm. strings and horns and the horns is the part. That's my next time yeah. stamp, I think. But yeah. I did mine kind of I split these last two timestamps. Where like I wrote down one and then I kept listening to the song. I was like, well, no, this is the better representation and there's more stuff happening. So I think I'm going to stick with my second one, which is 740. to wait for a good a good spot to like stop but he just does that for the rest of the song and it's so fucking mm-hmm. rad maybe that's why they they didn't really play this these songs very often because it's a lot of words to remember <clears throat> is there that like story of michael stipe trying to do that <clears throat> rem song with the, all the words mm-hmm. what's that it's like kind of a dumb song like uh he says it really fast yeah what's yeah it? the it's not end of the world as we know it right I don't know. I know Actually, what you're I'm talking not an about. I'm fan, but like, yeah, but he was like trying to do it like at an unplugged or like a big event, and he didn't know the words, oh. so he like had people at backstage like listening to the song and writing the words down oh, for him or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a scenario. This guy could. It's like, yeah, if I'm gonna sing that song, I gotta be practicing it like days in advance because I'll just forget uh-huh. the lyrics. I wonder if that's a thing. Maybe. But anyway, I love it. I lo- I love all the vocals happening, the strings in the background it's all just it's all very dramatic and awesome i agree i have a 1018 okay. to get to, to get also into or 1028 excuse me with that those horns like mm, okay i think it's I, I you know me it's it feels a little bit like real big fish and i just want to point <laughs> it out <laughs> whenever we can talk about real big fish on this podcast with we're, we're gonna bring them up Good job, Judah and Niles. Judah. <laughs> Judah, Niles, and all you velvet teens out all there. You velvet teens out there. Uh, all right, you ready? Yeah, hell yeah. For the next song called 333. Six 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 divided by two. Maybe, yeah. Six 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 divided know. by two. Uh, maybe that's why he said six 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 in the last song, and then the song he says three three three. I don't think he actually yeah. says three three three. 
No, but he references a satyr, which I didn't. I didn't really know what that was. I'm not. Uh, yeah. He also a says he could turn person. a. I've made a nun out of a lesbian. Which is an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, Niles? What are you talking <laughs> Come about? On, Niles. You did not. You. You had no say. It get, get out of your get out of your <laughs> get out of yourself, dude. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so tell me what you think of uh, "Come Loudly" and uh, this song three three three. I absolutely love this song. I love this album. Uh, I also have this one on the vinyls. Oh, there we go. It's got some pink and some greens in it. Yeah, it's a nice color. Really good colors. Cool artwork. Very good stuff. I just I like how weird this record is and this song is with all the weird electronics and it's a different direction for the band because they've got the new drummer now who's just mm-hmm. like there's like guitarists that try to play every note he tries to play every drum at the same at time. the same time like he has videos uh, of like just him wearing like. Uh, like a camera on his chest and then like a camera on the side of just him playing drums. And I could watch that shit for hours because he's such an amazing fucking drummer. Uh, and also he plays drums in the Americas, that band that oh. you brought up recently. The Red- the Reading Group. Yes. No shit, really? Yeah. Okay. I bet you that's why a bunch of the kids I went to college with like this band. Not because, the, I mean, the music's great, but mm-hmm. the, that, the Americas was a huge band in, in my little small college town. Oh, like that. okay. That's interesting. Didn't realize that. I have, in theory, met this person and sat at a coffee table with them then, but it's not a thing Uh-oh. in the end. But I do recall them coming through town and staying at a house that I was living in. Oh, okay. Okay. I saw them once. They played at Press Club um, in like 08, 06, something like that, somewhere in there. And they were real fucking good. But anyway, this guy's an amazing drummer. Uh, this album is real weird and abrasive and loud and i only have two timestamps. yeah i th- i feel like that abrasing and loud part is there like i've I, my note was like this song seems wild and like i'm a little bit confused by it i think again they switch they're different it's mm-hmm. a different band mm-hmm. not just the drummer but it feels different there's sampling is there samples in there there could be there's there's just a ton of weird electronics happening the whole time like that's okay. what was set up like on, I mean. on the pas that they brought um, yeah, they, he like hooked the his laptop with these weird samples and things happening. He saw a Deftones show and was like, "Oh man, we got to get a DJ." Yeah, <laughs> except we can't afford one, so we're just gonna put some shit. Yeah, any. <laughs> um, I kind of this song and the next song also gave me like a a bit of like a questy vibe. Like they've been playing some Dungeons and Dragons Whoa. or like some sort of video, like video games, like, right. Like it has like a video game feel if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Video game feel, I guess. Yeah. The, the electronic stuff does sound very like eight bit, 16 bit. Is that kind of what you're referring to? I think actually to some degree, actually, can we play, let's play some of this. Okay. okay. Um, uh, I got, it'll come, it'll remind me one minute. So weird shit, man. It's super weird. I love that section, and it's mm-hmm. actually both. Like, there's the eight bit and the older style yeah. sound when you hit that, like that tw- that little like flutter of electronics. 
But then when the bass comes in and it becomes a little bit more of a steady song, it feels to me like a more contemporary, like underwater. So I don't know. It just feels vague video gamey. I'm kind of having a tough time describing it, but it definitely feels that way for sure. He could do that before. I saw him do it live. Yeah. But I watched a more recent video and he, he either decided that it's probably not good for him to do that or he can't anymore, which I would totally mm-hmm. understand if he can't. Like, that's so fucking high. Yeah. It's the true Whitney Houston vibes. Right true there. Houston. Um, sh- it's very shocking and abrupt when you put it just like that's the song. <laughs> like, you just play that shit. Yes, yes. That's hella wild. It's it's so great. And like the end of the song too. I've tried so many times. This now I'm in um see oh six. I was driving a I was either in a white Honda Civic or like a like a champagne colored Honda Civic. I cannot how many cars have you had? That's wild. You must be like have you are you like really rich to get all these used cars? No. I'm just always <laughs> paying for a car. Interesting. I had in high school a red truck Mm -hmm. and then at least a silver Fiesta in 2014 to 2016. And I haven't had a car besides that. Okay. I've always had to have a car. I can't, I I can't hang with a car free city like you want. I need a car free city really bad. Yeah, Not even Davis can do it. I know it's the future, man. Your 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 grandkids' children yeah. probably will have to have a car-free city, or your grandkids maybe. Yes, Grandpa Danny. That's such a funny idea, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Man. Hell yeah! Whatever, you'll be old. All right, I want to hear a couple more squeals right at the end. Yeah, that's what I got. Three fifteen, I think. Three fifteen. Okay, I'll rewind a little bit. <laughs> That scream will turn any nun into a lesbian, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Jeez. It's real. It's real wild. It's it's so great. I don't know. I really like it. Is this like not not your your bag? This song. These two songs are weird for me. I like them. Mm -hmm. I do. Like I said, with all of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I I think this is a playlist that I will listen to a lot going forward. I worked to this. I thought it was really great. Okay. Um, these two songs that are just, I can't get my arm, like, or my, my mind around, like just the development of this band. Mm. Like these are fine. They're, they're more rock songs, yes. obviously, but they just, they feel so video gamey. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty wild, but yeah, I like it. And that's like the screaming here is great. Like I, I, I definitely had that marked. The lyrics get weirder too, though. I'll say like in these two songs, yeah, like, yeah, like the, he's, if I am in with the, 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 the concept of, of like. Like, he's talking about, like, just not being able to change who you are and shit like mm-hmm. that, right? But he's got this shit where it's like, I've made a satyr from a saint. And you're just <laughs> like, okay, dude. I made a nun out of a lesbian, right? We've already referenced that. You are the person you've always, you, you'll all, you, you've been always. You were just too young to know yourself back then. Like, you do the real, like, the smart references, the the, the English literature class references, and then you go into the teenager poetry. Yeah, thing. yeah, like, I just yeah. Don't understand, <laughs> I don't understand. But... Uh, I don't know. It's in, it's interesting because like musically, like it's chaos. Like, and I like that. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. 
um, his vocals, to me, I think, again, the previous song is my favorite vocal track, but his vocals get pretty affected. And like you were saying that they, he puts a lot of shit on them. Like there's some pepper. Yeah, there's there's definitely some pepper on, especially this album in particular. There's a lot yeah. of distortion uh, and stuff. And I think maybe he's hiding behind it a little bit because he is singing a little, a bit, a little bit different on this album. It still sounds like him to me, though. Like, mm-hmm. like I could pull his voice out of a lineup, I suppose, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, there, there's definitely they opened the spice drawer on this album for sure. Totally. They played at a place called the Library here in Sacramento. Uh, the actual library? No. Oh. It, um, it was right by Sac State. It was. Cattle Club, and then it was Bojangles, and then it was the library. Oh, I know that. Yeah. And became a restaurant or something. Yeah. That's the, the famous Nirvana venue. Yes, Nirvana played there. Smashing Pumpkins. Whole. Lots of bands. A whole lots of bands. Pearl Jam. A whole lots of bands. Weezer. Um, the band that I like the most out of that entire set you just said there is obviously going to be Pearl gross. Jam. Gross. Don't be gross. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, I'm trying to get myself disinvited two hours in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, lot, lots of cool bands played at uh, Cattle Club and Bojangles as well, but also a lot of bands that are really kind of no-star bands. Beethoven? <laughs> Judah played there. Judah Beethoven Nagler. <laughs> That'd be interesting tour, though. Like, the Velveteen is reuniting to tour with the ultimate re- the, the ultimate reunion, yeah, Beethoven. The <laughs> Beethoven hologram? <laughs> or whatever. What if he just never died? <laughs> Ooh. That'd be tight. I am 400 years old. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, no star. Off of no stars. Off of Beethoven. the no star EP, <laughs> my friend. I didn't. I didn't buy this one. My friend Chris gave me a copy because he bought two copies. On accident or on I purpose? think he he bought two on purpose. Like he bought one and then he came across a copy of that was a more limited pressing, and so he gave me the mm-hmm. the, the normie limited. one. Okay. <laughs> Um, I really like this EP. It was kind of a, after they got pretty weird with their 2006 album, they kind of like, I feel like they kind of disappeared for a little while. And then this album came out and I was like, oh, they're a rock band again, like a normal rock Mm -hmm. band again. Uh, And they had a second guitar player, which was, I think, the first time they had a second guitar player. I had read that, that this was the first time that they had done that. And it feels like you can hear that. Mm. I'm trying to think. Like I listen to this song a lot. I like this song for whatever reason. Although it does have that same like questy vibe, mm-hmm. or the the English literature vibe where he's talking about Artemis and Apollo. But oh. I definitely dig on it a lot. It's very good. I really like it. The EP is solid. I mean, it's only four songs, but it's really solid. And the album that came out a couple years after this is is really good as well. Uh, I just haven't spent as much time with it as their earlier material. 
I only have two timestamps for this one as well. I have three. And I, I want to point out, though, that the opening lyric uh, plays into this idea of him being coming some sort of gamer dude. Niles is like, like it, it says, unbury your burden, hold up your hatchet, okay. and make certain it will be worth the unearthing. Ooh. Like he's wearing leather. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's, got a, he's got a utila kilt on. Okay. And uh, there's a hatchet belt. And when you saw him on this tour, he pulled the hatchet out and he would swing it around while he was singing. Did he do that at Ace of Spades? Yeah, it's actually why um, Ace of Spades became so unfun because they had to put the barrier up front. (laughs) Because of the hatchet? Because of his hatchet (laughs) wielding got out of control. (laughs) That is, I mean, I, I like the opening line. I get where you're coming from with the... The gamey kind of stuff. Even the like little back cover of this, that looks kind of video gamey. Totally. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I'm yeah. not saying it in a bad way. It just stands out as something very different. And the, and and the front of this, like... It looks like a metal. It does look like, <laughs> like, aside from the logo, like it looks like a metal yeah. album for sure. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Was, Even the logo, like I could see like late 90s, early sure. 2000s. Yeah. Like, metal band with that yeah. logo. Something on Metal Blade Records for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, my t shirt's $30. <laughs> uh, 56 seconds is my first. Oh, the chorus a lot I, I did say i said in my notes uh the the last part right at the end of where i was playing where he says don't you feel it's time always felt like a theme song to me like a i don't know some kind of show theme song or maybe a video game theme or something like that very anime intro yeah totally anime is actually a good way to describe it maybe more so than gaming to some degree but don't you feel it's time to win on the prices yeah. right is what you're saying. <laughs> Um, yeah i really and this is another thing about the drums too is like the drums the drum beat on this song is really fucking complicated and weird Mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound like it if you're just kind of like casually listening but if you like really pay attention or like he's got a video of him playing this song on his youtube channel and she like jesus christ he is all over that kit and doing drum beats that like almost don't make sense, but like kind of do because they follow the vocals, they follow the guitar lines and stuff. I don't know. It's really fucking sick. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you like watching people play drums. <laughs> I to- yeah, totally. If they're wearing shorts, otherwise it just feels like it's too hot. Uh, I think he is wearing shorts. What do you? What's next for you? I played one ten. Um, I had it up so up through 129, I think is what you did it. I had a, an, an instant timestamp at 229. It's meant to just highlight an excellent choice okay. in the middle of the song. 229. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I love that in the background, though. <laughs> Boom! 
the good screen yeah, yeah, yeah. that's being fired off in the background. I wonder if that's like the drummer is just like, yeah, I'm fucking killing it right now. Look <laughs> yeah, at this. Yeah, yeah. And then just like uh, without, it wasn't supposed to be part of the song, but <laughs> throw it in. I love it. Keep it in. I love it. <laughs> uh, speaking of breakdowns from earlier, let's pick up some change. The tone of the guitar sounds kind of video gamey too. I'm, I'm it's picking totally up what you're putting down, buddy. Yeah, you hear Link just like yeah. Link running. Yeah, the guitar is just chasing Link. <laughs> it's tight when he does that spin. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good though. It's very medley to me. It like, is I always thought like too. when I was, I dig it. Like in high school, I always had this idea of like. Um, Magic metal, I think is what I uh-huh. called it. Like in reference, I think more to Magic the Gathering, but kind of that fantasy mm-hmm. element of metal that was different than the more like deathy, yeah, 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 uh, heavy metal. Um, and this like is playing along with that fantasy. It just feels like a fantasy element or something. Totally. That, that is pretty cool. It's nice. That's all I got for this one. Mine was two thirty nine. That's what you just played. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, that's all I got. Down. So you recommend the rest of this EP for sure? Like it's it takes less time to listen to this than it does to Camera Obscura? <laughs> uh, possibly. Let's see. How long is the EP in total? Let's see here. Uh, 13 minutes. They're, they're neck and neck. Dang. That was intentional probably. Yeah. They were like, our magnum opus, Chimera Obscurant, is distracting everybody because of its length. Um, let's do a full EP within it. I, w- I mean, I would definitely recommend any of their albums. I feel like Out of the Fierce Parade is a good representation of them as a whole. I mean, there's not too much like electronic-y stuff on there, but I feel like it, it's got the piano-driven stuff. It's got the, the indie emo rock anthems on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good representation. But yeah, maybe it's a mood thing. Maybe like, I feel like I can't put on Come Loud like if I'm not, if I'm feeling kind of down or something like that. It's just too much happening. I, I need to be in a, in a good mood and probably driving. Probably yeah, driving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Word. But yeah, I if you like them, I would definitely recommend any of the stuff. Uh, we'll see how they, how they do live in October. If they still got it. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. I'm gonna ask the. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the heckle that instead of says Freebird, I'm gonna say Chimera Obscurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce it just like really yeah. badly. Chimera Obscurant, please. Chimera Obscurant. They're playing uh, next month, or no, this month actually, in a couple of weeks at uh, Great American Music Hall with their opening for Karate. That man, Karate. Do you remember them? Uh, I mean. Do do I? I actually have, have bought some of their represses through Numero. I love them. Oh, yeah. 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 I noticed that too. Where in like, I don't know, like I'm not, I was, I can't remember. What was the date on that again? I think there was something I couldn't, I was doing something it's else. Very, I mean, it's, it's like next week. Right. I think there's something going on. I can't remember. I remember looking at that and being mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. But no, it's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah. Karate's pretty dope. Those dudes also look pretty old. They do. Uh, which is fine. 
lean into yeah, it. It's yeah. cool to look old, but I'm glad they're repressing their stuff. I bought the one uh, with the the Lego on it. Yeah, I have that one as well. Yeah. It's like, a, like a sprinkle splatter. Yeah, color. yeah, it's pretty yeah. sick. Um, they, and they just did the box set, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. I don't. I but it's a cool band. I'll get a couple of the albums, but that's about it. Yeah, but. for sure. I like what that record label is doing, though. I I'm do really too. They did like all the unwound stuff. stuff and. Right, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, some, they pull some stuff that you're just, like, it's cool that they're, like, resurrecting it. My dad recently, like, was cleaning out his upstairs, and he had some decent records, but, like, it was, like, the era in which, you know, like, lots of them were pressed, mm-hmm. and they didn't care for them very well. And he's like, but they're probably worth money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Dad, like, I don't know. There are record labels right now just pulling the shit out and putting them on, like, 180 grand, yeah, like, yeah. baby blues. Like, that's that's also maybe not worth a lot of money, but it's nicer. Like, this yeah. This thing you're giving me is like the rat. A rat was eating. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> you want me to do with this shit? But yeah. If you're listening, Dad, thank you. Thanks, Dad. I <laughs> will. So much I'll appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, it is nice. To see. It is nice that label's cool. Okay, you want to hear how many Velveteens I give this? I do want to hear how many Velveteens you give, Nigel. Nigel, Nigel. What's the guy? Uh, what was the uh, the guy from? Uh, that band Incel that we listened to. What was that band? Elsa. <laughs> Nage. Nage and Nigel. Thundercloud. Was his name? Th- who was his drummer? It was like Thunder. Thunderhammer. Winterhalter. Winter okay, I'm. How many Winterhalters am I going to give to the Velveteen? <laughs> it's out of five. Is your out ranking five, system? Yeah, just like the the title five songs. Pitchfork gave. Uh, that uh, Fierce Parade album, like 4.2 or 4.7 or something like Something pretty low. Oh, out of If you put it out of ten. five. Yeah, they do a 10 oh, one, right? Okay. So, I was going to say. And I think that the tagline was like, well, I don't know. I think their tagline was, this is trash or something like that. <laughs> Come on. Bunch of assholes. Yep. Um, yeah, I like I like this shit. I think this is interesting. Like um, some of the other stuff we've done, like I've gone on and pulled some albums down and have been listening to them with some regularity. I mm-hmm. I will we'll see. Like my instinct right now is that like this is a really good playlist and I like it. It's tight. It's a tight like half an hour or whatever. Like I think I'm gonna give it a three point three out of five, as I recall Danny. And I'm gonna actually then tell him that it's a four point two. But if he listens to this, he'll know that um, in fact. I gave it a 3.3. Oh my God. So many things are happening. It was weird. You were still on my screen and like kind of talking really slow. And then you started calling me on the phone and. Oh, hell yeah. That was weird. I, uh, I rated the album. Okay. I also said goodbye to everybody and closed the episode down. Sweet. (laughs) I can't wait to hear what it sounds like. I give it two ratings though. And I want shit. I'm quite, yeah, okay. Well, Danny, it's been nice talking to you today. Um, uh, you gave it two ratings. I'll tell you which one is truth, which one is a lie. Yeah. yeah. Two truths. What if it's two truths? Ooh. One confusion. Two truths, very confusing. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you for this. Yeah. I, appreciate, yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, and I'll see you, uh, I'll see you next yeah, time. Yeah, you fucking will. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Oh my God, we completely forgot to talk about the cats. Uh, so I'm going to do that now, uh, just by myself. So uh, insert theme song. Okay, cool. Uh, 
looking at the three members of the band, the three constant members of the band, I should say, it looks like only Judah has cats. Uh, a very adorable black cat, not unlike my little Jinx. I've got one photo here from August of 2019. Looks like this unnamed black cat. I'm sure the cat has a name. I just couldn't find one on his Instagram. Has some nature debris on his head. Captioned, relatable. Agreed, 100%. Very adorable. Unfortunately, it looks like back in April of 2019, uh, there was another adorable little cat that unfortunately passed away. Looks very sweet, very cuddly, lovable, huggable. Oh my gosh, look at this picture of Judah and his kitty cat. Oh, I would give that cat so many pets and so many kisses. Wonderful, just wonderful. Judah, uh, you haven't posted in a while here, but if you have any recent pictures of any kitty cats, post them. The world wants to see. Okay, everyone. Bye for real.